Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk about compassion and a compassion meditation and why this can be a key to your stress reduction. I wanted to start with a quote from the Dalai Lama, and he said, Compassion is the radicalism of our time. Again, that was the Dalai Lama. And in today's world, just like in other times in history, compassion is needed. And if you have been struggling with anxiety, panic, PTSD, if you have had traumas in your life and you feel like you are at the end of your rope, you're in the right place because I want you to start with compassion for yourself. In Buddhism, in our meditations, when we do loving kindness meditations, we begin with ourselves. It is very important and it's actually quite hard for many, many people to pull up that kind of love and care and compassion for themselves. And that's not unusual. We are often a group of people who are very giving and we want to help everyone else around us. And it was through the teachings of Buddhist philosophy that I began to realize back when I was so stuck in the wormhole that I needed to care for myself. I needed to actually have some compassion for myself and the situation and the pain and the struggles that I was experiencing. Now, cultivating compassion is a valuable process. And it's a practice that you can learn and do. And it is valuable, particularly for individuals who are chronically stressed or anxious for several reasons. First off, it will reduce stress and anxiety. Compassion meditation encourages us to focus on positive emotions like love and kindness and empathy. These feelings can counteract the negative emotions that are associated with stress and anxiety. And as a result, it helps to lower overall stress levels, and mitigate anxiety. 
Compassion as a practice is also self-soothing. And chronic stress and anxiety often stems from a harsh inner critic and negative self-talk. Well, I think I'm preaching to the choir here today by telling you that. But that doesn't mean just because you understand it that you are actually doing something about it. If you have a harsh inner critic and you have some negative self-talk going on, well, you're in the right place because... When we are at the end of our rope, we can often be so hard on ourselves, much harder on ourselves than we would be with anyone else. So this compassion cultivation can really help us because it is self-soothing. Cultivating this self-compassion allows us to treat ourselves with the same kindness and understanding that we might offer to a friend. This self-soothing and self-nurturing can provide relief from the turmoil of self-criticism. It's a tough habit to break, and I do believe it's a habit. We learned it who knows where and who knows when, but we've been doing it for a long time. If we are struggling with anxiety, I bet that you have some self-criticism going on, but we can find our way out of that. Cultivating compassion can also help us to improve our emotional resilience. And if there's one thing that we do well learning, it is to be resilient. We need, when we are struggling with anxiety and, oh my goodness, high chronic stress, we have to be resilient in order to keep going. Compassion practice can enhance emotional resilience, making coping with life's challenges more manageable. When you approach difficult situations with a compassionate mindset, you're more likely to respond in a balanced, thoughtful manner, reducing the impact of stressors. I had to deal with this just today, earlier today, had a wacko day where I don't know if it was me, I don't know if it was the world around me, my energy levels, the moon, the stars, I don't know what it was, but I was off kilter. And it was when I finally said to myself, I can be okay with this. It's going to be like this today. And I'm just going to be nice to myself. Maybe I didn't get everything done that I thought I was going to get done today. And I had a lot on my plate and some deadlines. But I said, I'm going to be okay with what I was able to do. I'm not going to beat myself up because the stick was not going to really help the situation at all. Beating myself up had no benefit whatsoever. It wasn't going to make anything else get done. It was only going to tire me out more and make me feel like I had no hope for getting things done tomorrow. So it really did help for me to be compassionate with myself, to have that compassionate mindset, because then I could respond better. I had more space to respond and 
could be more thoughtful about how I wanted to finish up my day. Another benefit of cultivating compassion is enhanced empathy. The world really needs us to have a little more empathy today, all the way around. Cultivating compassion for oneself can increase empathy for others. Understanding and connecting with the suffering of others can create a sense of shared humanity and reduce feelings of isolation, which often exacerbate stress and anxiety. If you are feeling isolated for whatever reason, you tend to feel more anxious, more stressed. It's another bunch of straws on the camel's back, and then it won't take much to take us down. So cultivate compassion for yourself so that you can be there and empathize with others. This is so needed in the world today. Another point is that cultivating compassion strengthens our social support. Compassion practices foster a sense of interconnectedness and encourage reaching out to others for support. This strengthened social support network can provide emotional stability and resources to help manage our stress and anxiety. It really is a way for us to begin to be okay with reaching out, which often we are not. When we are deep down the wormhole, we think nobody's going to understand. Nobody else has ever been through anything like this. And I am alone. And in reality, we're not alone. And we can reach out. So when we can have that compassion from our practice, it fosters that sense of being part of the common humanity. And it gives us permission to reach out more easily. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The practice of compassion 
also helps us with mindfulness and presence. The compassion meditation often incorporates mindfulness techniques. Most of them do. Teaching us to stay present in the now. Mindfulness can reduce ruminating thinking, future worrying, common elements of anxiety and stress, places that you all are very familiar with, I am sure. But it also has physical health benefits, such as thinking about chronic stress and anxiety and how it can affect our physical health. The compassion practices have been linked to improved cardiovascular health, lowered blood pressure, and a boost in the immune system, all of which can help mitigate the physical effects of chronic stress. And you know how one thing feeds the other. Our physical health, our physical stress, tension, feeds our thinking, can take us down the wormhole thinking. And our thinking informs how our body is reacting. So we want to interrupt this wherever we can. And if you can use a compassion meditation practice to help you mitigate these chronic physical effects of stress, please, this is a great place to start. Other people do better with the thinking end of it. We're all different, but there's many ways to tackle this. Thank goodness. And this practice of compassion can also help us with a positive self-image because chronic stress and anxiety very easily can erode our self-esteem and our self-worth because we have no space to deal with what we are, who we are, where we're going, or the brain power to remember all of the wonderful things that we have done in our life and the great person that we are and how we are helping not only ourselves, but others. We can lose our whole self-image when we are in chronic stress and our self-esteem and self-worth just go right down the wormhole with us. So cultivating this self-compassion can help us with this. It also helps us with the mind-body connection. By emphasizing the mind-body connection, compassion can help us deal with the chronic stress and anxiety that has manifest physically as tension, like I was just saying. And our physical tension informs our thinking, and our thinking informs our body. Chronic stress and anxiety often manifest physically as tension, headaches, digestive issues, and by addressing the emotional component through self-compassion, physical symptoms may also improve. And finally, the compassion meditation can help us with long-term resilience. Compassion is a sustainable approach to managing stress and anxiety. Unlike temporary fixes or distractions, compassion provides a foundation for long-term emotional well-being and resilience. 
So incorporating compassion into your daily life through a meditation practice or other practices offers a whole being approach to managing chronic stress and anxiety. It can transform your relationship with yourself and with others, creating a healthier and more harmonious mental and emotional state. When we bring compassion to life, we benefit ourselves and others. So let's talk a little bit about the actual practice. I'm going to talk to you about it here, and then I would like you to be able to do it yourself by remembering. Maybe you want to jot some notes in your journal, or maybe you just want to come back and listen to this again. But again, we have our meditation practices. You've all done this before. Hopefully you are meditating. If not, well, this is a great time to start. So what you want to do is just find a peaceful, safe environment as you begin. As you get really good at this, you'll be able to meditate anywhere, whether it's this compassion meditation or your mindfulness meditation, whatever you are doing, you will be able to do it almost anywhere. But as you begin, have yourself in a peaceful and safe environment and realize that what we are trying to do here is to connect with our inner compassionate self. You can do this sitting, lying down, standing up, walking. They all work. Close your eyes if you are not walking and you are in a comfortable, safe environment. And start by connecting with your breath as we do in many meditation practices. Don't need to change your breath, but just connect with it. Notice it because that is totally being in the now. You can't breathe in the future and you can't breathe in the past. You are right here, right now with this breath. So you'll want to focus on your breath for a few breaths and take as long with this as you would like in your own practice. That's why I'm hoping you can jot this down. Maybe I will do another episode where I just do the meditation in real time, where we are taking all the spaces that would be needed. But right now, I would like you to just take those few breaths. And then you want to scan your body from head to toe just quickly, releasing tension wherever you notice it. Everybody notices their own tense areas. And then I would like you to imagine a warm and gentle light in the center of your being. And visualize this light filling your entire body. And as the light grows, find that light as an embodiment of love and kindness and compassion. And feel this compassion within yourself and notice how it feels. And I would like you to spend a few minutes there when you're doing it. If you're beginning, you maybe only want to spend a minute or two. But if you've been meditating for a while, you may want to spend five minutes here. And then I'd like you to think of a person or a situation that could benefit from 
your compassion. And this includes yourself. And I want you to extend the light of compassion to this person or situation. And notice the importance of wishing well for yourself or for others and sending them this positive energy. Remembering that it's okay to have this compassion for yourself. You may be feeling like, oh, you should be doing it for someone else. But again, I'm telling you, we have learned this through mindfulness practices and Buddhist philosophy to understand that we need to give it to ourselves also. It's okay to even start with yourself. And imagine this light of compassion embracing you fully. See if you can feel self-acceptance and forgiveness and love with this light. And spend as much time there as you would like that feels good for you. Maybe you will learn to set an insight timer where you will have a bell that will tell you to move from now we're going to move into the closing, perhaps. Spend five minutes here, five minutes there, and then to the closing. And bring yourself back when you are complete to the present moment by feeling your breath, wiggling your fingers and your toes, and remembering that you can carry this feeling of compassion and the light and the love and that feeling throughout your whole day and offer gratitude for this practice, for this commitment for self-compassion. It's wonderful that we can learn these things and take time with just that simple act of seeing the light in you and expanding it and feeling compassion and love and self-acceptance and offering that to yourself or to another or letting that expand out into the whole wide world and wishing that for all. I hope that you will take some time to sit with that kind of a compassion meditation because we need to offer this to ourselves. We need to offer this to others and to particular situations, whatever you feel most comfortable with. But let it be something that you share freely. I so appreciate you being here, and I honor you for even being willing to consider meditation and a compassion meditation to boot that can be really helpful in healing for your stress and anxiety and the stress and the anxiety of the entire world. Thank you for being here. And now for today's quote. The simplest acts of kindness are by far the more powerful than a thousand heads bowing in prayer. And that's from Mahatma Gandhi. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, 
Be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.